G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of Chewing the Bat, where we delve into numerous sporting topics around Australia and also across the globe. In this drop, we're going to be giving you highlights of the week. My name's Jack, and I'm once again gladly joined by good mate, Gus. Gus Bus, how are you going? Good, thanks Jack. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good mate. Did That's... I catch you off guard or something today? You looked at me a bit funny. I was watching you intently, but then I just sort of, I got tight. <laughs> I got tight. I My did, energy was up. I did remember you saying that the tightest you get in the podcast is the first introduction bit. So Yeah, until I've said the first word, I'm tight as a clam. All right, we're good. A closed up clam. <laughs> or a muscle. Muscles are tight. They're tough. Pippies. Pippies are very tight. That's true. You dig up a fresh pippy and my word is it tight. <laughs> you can't open those bad boys. You simply cannot. <laughs> and um, also, thanks producer, producer Frey for helping us once again put this podcast together, mate. How you going? Great. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, late, late. Good energy. Late record for us today, but let's get through it. Everyone's had dinner and it's got the got the blood sugar up. Yep, had my GYG. Bloody good. <laughs> Bloody Gusman. Bloody. Oh, God, settle down. All right. Um, before we get started, boys, once again, we want to thank and shout out our podcast sponsor, Kiala Organic Beef. They are 100% certified grass-fed beef and pork straight from their local farm and straight to your door or workplace. Or wherever you are. Wherever you are, wherever you want to be, they'll deliver it to you. Wherever um, you want to be. <laughs> can, can I get that delivered? The moon? Yeah. <laughs> they'll, send it, they'll find a way to send it to the moon, mate. Mars? Um, and also stay tuned Pluto? for our... Maybe. It's a bit <laughs> far. Pluto's a bit far. Dribbling. <laughs> uh, also stay tuned on our... Um, Instagram page, we're going to post a link to their Kiala Organics um, online site. That's good. Yeah, and a bit more information Probably as should well. be doing something like that. That'd be nice. Is Pluto a planet these days? I'll count it. It's pretty big, isn't it? Okay. Well, I think the problem is it's quite small. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it got kicked at some point, didn't it? It got kicked out of the planet um, as trust. As the seventh. Isn't it the seventh, though? I think it's the eighth. Oh. So it's Joey. There's an actual unit... <laughs> Yeah, There's tomorrow. a union from the, for this called the International Astronomical Union. How quick did you get this up, by the way? Jesus. Two point. Oh, his seconds. energy's up tonight. <laughs> well, Google pulled it up in 0.66 seconds. <laughs> so, along with 20 million other results. Uh, they've downgraded the status of Pluto to a dwarf planet. Yeah. Oh, stings, eh? Yeah. Jeez. Imagine Shout just being to told dwarfs. you're a bit small to be a human. It's a bit rough, isn't essentially. it? Essentially. Not essentially, but similarly. Yeah. Anyway. Metaphorically. Pluto? Commiserations. Yeah. <laughs> Low light of the week. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, also, before we rip into some highlights, guys, we're doing an event um, coming up at the back end of May, so the, Sunday the 30th of May. Um, we're actually going out to the Living Charity Cup held at KDV Sports Centre on the Gold Coast in Carrara. So they host, uh, hosted by Ryan Kebblewhite, um, a charity event. Living is the organisation and they pretty much help to promote mental health and it ain't weak to speak is their logo so we're going to jump out there on the day play a bit of tennis hopefully record another live podcast with the success of our lms <laughs> people loved it people loved it <laughs> it's early to call your own success but I, I know it's fine. but you know the confidence is who else is going to call it that's you know? true you got to do the job yourself you got you to believe <laughs> you got to just take the carry up the middle that's so yeah so game. <laughs> so stay tuned like the big Ched carry up the middle I like the big Ched yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's a big so stay tuned for some more information coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks on yeah the Live and Charity Cup. Um, all right, boys. The last week or so, we've missed some highlights, but there's also been a couple big events happening. Um, we're going to go through my highlight of the week, and as well as Gus's highlight of the week. Do you want to start, mate? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll start. <laughs> Sometimes I lose confidence in my own segment right as I started off. You know. Oh well, you ever feel that? Break the ice. <laughs> All right, my segment, my segment, my highlight of the week. I wanted to give a shout out to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is the Socceroos goalkeeper. Right. So he is a lifelong Arsenal fan. Okay. And in the January transfer window, he got signed. I think he's on loan to Arsenal. It might be a loan. It's definitely not a permanent. Oh, cu- currently, he's at Arsenal now. He's he's played like two games. He's he debuted once when he first came because of injury. He's basically the backup goalkeeper. Yep. Must be having a time if he loves the club. It'd be like if you asked me to go to the Bronx. I'd be like, sure. Bloody oath. <laughs> I'll be the fourth string halfback. <laughs> yeah. I'll play Queensland Cup for a bit. You never know. <laughs> anyway, so he's obviously having a good time, but he played on the weekend against Fulham and they were losing 1-0, right? 97th minute, so yeah. deep in extra time. You know when keepers occasionally go up for corners? Yeah, that's probably one of my favourite parts of a football match. I love a desperation yeah. keeper comes <laughs> yeah. up front. And he actually, he goes up and he got a head on it, flicked it to the back post, and they scored off the ensuing scramble. No. He literally got the hockey assist. <laughs> he, I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a keeper actually succeed when they come up before. Off the head too. Just rose up at the front post. Boom. Oh, jeez. I guess the keeper does have to get up a fair bit too. They probably practice jumping more yeah. than most players. But not on not on the noggin. Not on the noggin. It was pretty clean though. Jeez. Clean and crisp flick. And I just I you uh, don't see a keeper do that. And then he got to be down there for the celebrations. Celebrations.com. Because <laughs> he's actually there. That's for one once. of the most awkward bits of a soccer match <laughs> is when the team wins or scores, the keeper's left celebrating by himself. Fist palm. Or he's got like a hundred meters to run to get to the team. And by then yeah, it's probably died it's down fizzled. a little bit. Yeah. You lo- by about sixty meters, you probably think to yourself, ah. Is it worth? Is it worth it? What am I doing? <laughs> you know, you get there, you got to run back straight away. But he's there, and he got to be amongst it, so that's a pretty epic moment. Good stuff. Mm, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, Matty Ryan. Um, mine's from Narrabeen. 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 So we had a WSL event in Narrabeen, surfing. That is. Um, Gabriel Medina took the win, but my highlight is not his win. It's I've got two actually, two highlights, both <laughs> coming from Brazilians. <laughs> crazy Brazilians. Whoa. <laughs> oh, cra- they're pretty crazy. I want you- wait, that, wait till you hear my... Is that something people say or is that something you've just come out with? I've just claimed it. I've claimed that one. I will brush just- it under the rug. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Gabriel Medina's celebration. So I think he hit a huge backside air. Ridiculous. Oh, he was, one- I yeah. saw a couple of his... He was getting up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway... You don't see many creative celebrations from surfers that often because it's it's hard to Difficult. do. They're Difficult surfing to do. Still. He's landed this 360 and his celebration was on the board. He pretended to Euro step yeah. and then faded off the board to take the shot. <laughs> Unconventional move for basketball fans yeah. out there. Yeah. You don't often see a Euro into a fading three-point, but... No one was talking about it. That's pretty all-time. <laughs> it's like, this is... This, this That's actually it. an all-time celebration. I think I saw him... I watched. I ended up watching a clip of it. I think he did it another time as well, just without the Euro. Yeah. Like first time he just shot a three and then he built it up. Yeah. And um, 
well, the reason why I've called the Brazilians crazy is Ferreira, his, his Brazilian t- not teammate, but fellow surfer. Countryman. Snapped a board in anger. I've never seen that before. I'm I've sure never seen it either. Must do it. Yeah, so that was why I called them crazy. We're aspiring surfers, but anyone who actually is a surfer, please feel free to let us know if people are regularly snapping <laughs> yeah. boards because I didn't know it was a thing. Board down, fins down, bang. I've seen it in skateboarding. True, oh, I, I have, have seen this. Just a stomp, a and I didn't think that was possible either. Yeah. yeah, true. Um, so but going back to Gabriel's celebration, I want to bring back and ask you mm. some of your most memorable or your top sporting celebrations, whether they're try celebrations, goal celebrations, hole in ones, hole in yeah, oh, true. I don't have a hole in one celebration. I just <laughs> thought I'd help you list out. Usually, it's just like a double fist in the air, like <laughs> look to the crowd. That's true. It's pretty conventional. Anyway, do you have a couple? Yeah, I can think of a couple. I think what springs to mind and I can't get out of my head is... Brian Fletcher's hand grenade? <laughs> yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> We've already spoken about it previously. But... Um, Ponga and Pierce's kiss on the cheek. Yeah, lovely. That's pretty red hot. That's recent too. Last Fairly year, recent, yeah. Mm, that's pretty red hot. Not not too creative, but just nice. Nice yeah. moment. Um, at halftime last week... One of the Golden State Warriors reporters tweeted Steph Curry because apparently it came out in a podcast. I think I think Bogues, I think Andrew Bogut, yeah, on his podcast said Steph checks his phone at halftime, and if people are like slandering him for having six points, it fires him up. <laughs> so, so so all these guys that have got like punts on him to, to score over fifty. So so <laughs> someone tweeted one of the reporters tweeted him at, at halftime. If you see this and you hit a three, can you run like a plane back down the court? And he did it. No way. <laughs> Just to prove the point. So he's definitely, he's, yeah. on, he's checking. That's fair. That's, that's pretty all time. Um, when Andy Schleck won the at the top of the Alpe d'Huez on the Tour de France. This is very niche. Yeah, I know. I do watch a bit of Tour de France in my time. I think it was maybe like 20, 2009, yeah. 2010. He won at the top of Alpe d'Huez, I think, mm. and he threw the goofiest double fist pump as he crossed the line. Like the Broncos which celebration really, chant. Very much like the Broncos <laughs> celebration. <laughs> and it really sticks in my mind. <laughs> because it was so similar to it? I'm not sure why. Well, the Broncos jump on tonight too. I'm overheating a bit. Maybe that's because <laughs> the boys are red hot. That's, you never know. But anyway, I haven't seen that. Ce- <laughs> Famously good form, some would say. I haven't seen that celebration. from Schlitt. Pretty niche. We'll see if we can find it. Um, another one I want to highlight too is... Very recent, back to the NRL, is the Penrith Panthers. <laughs> so coming off a Penrith Panthers try two weeks ago, Crichton got into a bit of trouble trouble with the against the Raiders. Mm. I think giving was it was it Tarpany? Yeah, a little little hug. He pulled him into he the pulled him into the celebration. We have seen it before, was, uh, but people blew up. About yeah, it. people blew up. Anyway, the week after, I guess Burton w- Burton went in for a try on the edge, mm. and they just celebrated with a nice gentle handshake. Just yeah. a firm handshake. Awesome. <laughs> Kept it clean. Kept it clean. <laughs> Can't complain about that. In spite, I guess, of the week before. I think they so. practiced it in the week. I think they, they did because they po- the Penrith Panthers Instagram posted, "Is <laughs> yeah. this better or something?" <laughs> yeah, they posted. They warmed it up. Yeah, so we saw it. I loved it. Anyway, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Um, we've had some pretty impressive tennis results last week, so we. What did we talk about? We talked about the Monte Carlo Masters and also Astra last week. She was when we talked about her, she was in the quarters. She won it. Charleston. Charleston took it out for her first her first WTA event win. 
title, yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's her first. And a two fifty in that. So mm. it'd be <laughs> nice to be in the quarters. Yeah, we were, we were just happy with the quarters last yeah, week. You would have taken that. I would have taken the quarter. Astra didn't listen though. Astra was thinking thinking bigger. So, yeah. I, do you know who she played in the final, Maddie Frey? We'll have a look mm-hmm. at that. But anyway, so she, yeah, quarters, what was it, four or five days ago we we updated on that one? Even longer. Well, yeah. I don't know. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, so she's taking it out, which puts her. her I think climbing. it's got to. It's got to be. In, we we're talking about this other night. It's got to be inside the top hundred now. That's so, so crazy. Do you I guys think. Want to put a bet on. I think she's just sure, out of the top hundred. I'll put a bet on of. Um, Ninety nine on the dot. Thirty seconds standing on one leg, the worst punishment known to man. <laughs> Closed eyes. Whoa! Yeah, and you can't. You have to keep doing it until you complete. That's it. That's the HIA assessment. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's on. 125. Oh, so she's not in the top 100 yet? Not quite. Take your tech out of WTA 150, 250, and you can't get inside the top 100? Oh, competition's stiff. No, she can yeah. get inside. She'll be there. And uh, the final was against Ons. Jabeur. Oh, Jabeur. Jeez. She, and Ons was the number one seed as well. It was a great win. Where Do you, do you, think, we, do you think we could see top 70? By the end of the year? Oh, definitely. Should keep the form up? Yeah, it just takes one more big result. Like, obviously, another quarter, semi, whatever, and another 250, and she's top 100 for sure. And she is unbelievable on clay. Oh, it's oh, perfect yeah. time to be in good yeah. form. She's in good form. French she's Open. running in. That's dirty sock season. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't every season? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. In your room, mate. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, that's stinky sock. Ooh, Not dirty sock. Safe. Goodness. Um, also, some more success from the Aussies in the doubles. So we had uh, Storm Sanders and yeah, Ellen Perez. Ellen Perez, uh, runner-up in the doubles final. So the Aussie Storm. girls, yeah, killing it at the moment. Well, Storm um, also is having a pretty big year. Well, we like were we talking was... her up weeks ago about being mm. good. Well, she was right on the verge of the top two hundred, and then she yeah. fell to like two hundred three. So something. always been a really good doubles player, but all, and then yeah, singles as well. So you have a good year. You have a good year, I That's suppose. One hundred percent. Um, so yeah, great stuff from the Aussies, um, and we well and truly wrote off Rublev last week against Rafa, and yeah. that came to bite us in the ass a little bit. Um. <laughs> Rublev did. <laughs> Sounds like a knife. Or the tip. Oh, <laughs> just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Couldn't commit to that one. <laughs> Pulled out. Oh, oh, he's... <laughs> he's done it again. Um, <laughs> so quiet for a bit. Anyway, um, Raf. It was a tight three sets, but Rafa just couldn't get the job done. Unfortunately, <laughs> which is a huge surprise. Massive surprise. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, producer Frey looks disappointed in you, mate. Oh no, mate. The jokes are just flying high tonight. It's, it's impossible. Anyway, um, I would never. Have, I would have put a million dollars on Rafa. He was paying like a well, dollar three to win the it's tournament. It's like it's like at the French Open. That's like a you, good you investment. Put, you, or you at least put your house on it. <laughs> so, so your house is more than a mil. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> at least your house. Wait, oh, we're not a math podcast. No. <laughs> or a, even a simple less than greater than's yeah. immediately got me in trouble. Anyway, so Rafa quarterfinal loss. Um, Rublev ended up um, losing pretty convincingly to Stefanos Tsitsipas in, in the final. final. Yeah, who did he beat in the semi? Was he on Rublev? the Was he on the Dan Evans side of the draw? No, no, Dan Evans lost to Tsitsipas. 
Ah, uh, and it was um, what's his name? Corinda? No. Fakina. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No. Shaking the head from Petrusa Frey. Sorry, I was. Rublev's already won another tournament. What? Surely it hasn't been that long. Yeah, he's just won the Barcelona Open. Oh, they did smash it. started did he play a couple a match? days ago. He's. Anyway, we'll get back to that because I was watching. Of... Oh, he hasn't won it. He's around a 32. There so. you go. Because I was watching um the Barcelona Open a couple of days ago. Big Joe. Is he there? Lost first round. He was there. He was there. <laughs> so How did he look? Uh, he's a bit big to He looks good. Clay is probably not his preferred. Yeah. It's never been his favourite surface. Anyway, poor Joe. Hopefully he poor finds Joe. hopefully he finds a bit more form before Poor Rafa and so. poor Rublev. Yeah, so Stefanos just way too good in the final, to be honest. He's um playing some great tennis, which lead, which leads us to our next question, which I think you've written down anyway. <laughs> <laughs> will That's st- called homework. <laughs> will Stefanos win a slam in twenty twenty one? What do you reckon? I did write this down. I didn't have an answer in mind. Well, he, I was hoping you'd be able to tell me. I can tell you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That. It's going to be tough. Like, oh, I'd like to see him win one, but I think after Rafa losing in the quarters at Monte Carlo, that's going to fire him up for the French. True. Um, that's one of the, It's like when Melbourne Storm loses a game. Exactly. It's so, like, why would you tip against them? But it just sounds more and more ridiculous each year. So he's 13 French Opens going on 14. Wins that is that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. So is can is fourteen? Is that achievable? Can he get it done again? It's just not. You remember when, but when Roger was about to overtake Sampras for fourteen slams, or yeah. fift, his fifteenth slam because Sampras has fourteen. Yeah, and that was like crazy. And everyone was like, oh, "Is he going to do it? Is he?" Yeah, things in the, like to, to it's just it's boggling my mind to think that someone could approach fourteen at one slam. And in the twenties total, it's ridiculous. You know, like yeah. these are inconceivable numbers. Fifteen years ago, ten years ago, it's just uh, yeah. Because like I said, I remember sitting him sitting at nine and being like, "Oh my god, he's about to get ten French Opens." Yeah, yeah. And we just stopped <laughs> thinking about it after that. Yeah, it was like, "Oh, he got 10. <laughs> Thirteen. Now it's just routine. Oh, jeez. But yeah, I think he's gonna be. I know he lost to Rublev, but it's just a completely different game going over five sets. And the in, and Raf and, and he's such an animal. He's just he's he's a such high intensity. He's capable of sustaining the most immensely high level of intensity over five sets. That yeah, just don't and see. the experience that Rafa, Roger, and Novak have over five sets compared to the the next gen or the you know the previous next gen, it's just you know I don't know, mate. I don't know if these young yeah. young guns can get it. That's so. true because it is a, it's such, it must be such an experienced game like. The nerves and the fatigue, like decision making under fatigue. Yeah. If you're new to the five set battle. Yeah, but I tell you what, though, a bit of a very big confidence boost for Stefanos too. Oh man, like, he'd be flying high. He's a oh. new Masters one thousand winner. Yeah, so right? he'd be well and truly flying high. That's a and massive achievement. Beautifully times coming into the French. Massive soon. achievement. Um, which is which slam then, if not the French? Well. Funnily enough, I think he's got the best chance at the French to win a slam this year. The way I seen, the yeah. way I saw him play at Monte Carlo. Yeah, w- Wimby maybe. I just think that I don't know if his game is big enough yet. Mm, fair, fair. Uh, U.S. Open, quick, hard indoors. Ooh. I'm going to tip Djokovic from here. Yeah, Djokovic is a safe. There's no way he goes through the sla- through the calendar year without picking up a second slam. You reckon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tipping him. Song to stop him. 
Yep. That was our tip from a few weeks ago, actually. Yeah. I forgot about that. Song of Slam at the US. Um, so, yeah. Well, interesting to see whether Stefanos will lift, or Zverev, or one of the other boys will lift to get a slam this year. Or be good to see. Yeah, or Rafa and Novak, or Fedzi. That'd be even better to see. That'd be tight. Wimby. Wimby. Yep. Lock just, it in. We just haven't seen Feds play for a bit, which is a bit, a bit scary, but anyway. Well, he's gone back into training, remember? Training mode. Play? He played Dubai, lost. Copped the loss, back into training mode. Back into training, mm-hmm. training he block. He a nice photo shoot the other day for some new shoes. How'd he look? Amazing. <laughs> Smoke show of the week. Yeah. <laughs> that good, huh? He's in top top three, surely. He's just... Ever? Oh, it's got to be. <laughs> Across all know. sports, anyway. To- all sports ever. That's a lot of history to go through. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why we've got a podcast. <laughs> He's on the wall behind me, mate. Yeah, that's true. Pretty Jordan Ricky. Oh. Early contender. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the video of him hugging his mum? I did. It was pretty nice. As actually. if that didn't get you red hot. A few tears. Uh, once the travel bubble opened up. Oh, yeah. Hadn't seen good. her like through For Christmas. Two years or 18 New months. New Year's, everything's birthday. He's like 20, 20 years of age, 21. Yeah. That's a long time. I think she said he was taller. Believable. Probably put on a few kegs too. Big boy. Big boy. All right, let's move on from tennis. And pretty. And <laughs> hence pretty, Ricky. <laughs> All right, so that's our tennis news. Um, big week. Big week. Uh, local um, at the Allen Borderfield. Mm. A couple of boys wanted me to go down the other week, on the weekend. Apparently it was packed though. Um, yeah. The Sheffield, uh, the Sheffield Shield final against Queensland and New South Wales. Mm. And didn't Marnus put on a show? 21 boundaries or something? Yeah, something ridiculous. <laughs> what did you send me? 192? Yeah, the highlight package you sent me with his, all of his boundary shots. Yeah. Amazing. Crisp. A lot on the goat and a lot on Big Hoff, Hazelwood. The goat couldn't... Did you see the replay of the goat nearly LBing him? No. There was a bit of banter thrown back and forth. So I <laughs> think it was that? early... early. I think it was before the 50, minus his 50. Yeah. The goat had like a close LB call and threw a bit of chat. And from then on, just money locked in. <laughs> money locked in. So. Oh my word! That's a lot of the Australia. Like, Goat was there. Hazelwood, Sean Abbott plays has played for Australia. Plays for Australia in the shortened forms. I think he's played a test. Uzi, I might be tripping. No, Uzi's not. In. Who does Uzi play for? Doesn't Uzi play for the Bulls? Oh, this shows how across the shield we are. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, mate. But anyway, there's a lot of the New South. Uh, a lot of the New South Wales bowling attack is the Australian bowling attack. Yep. I think Cummins is just not there because he's. Red hot enough to get picked up by the IPL. Yeah, that's otherwise cool. he would be there. Yeah, so you know that's pretty much as good as it gets domestically in the Shield. And Marnie was red hot. Oh, he was keen as too. Like he just—he's just one of those guys that just loves it. Just loves being in the middle. Yeah, can't imagine it. Like I know we're casual fans, but if I go down to, for a net session, I get so tired playing cricket. Mate, half an hour in, I'm just like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up back, bloody sore. Your legs. These guys are out there for five days, and somehow have the appetite for it. <laughs> That's how much the, like these guys love it, oh, and Manus shows it too. Like he's yeah, he's just and then when he gets out, you can see it. <laughs> so yeah, that's our cricket highlight for the week. So the Queensland taking out the win against New South Wales. I'd have more chat if I'd watched it, but I didn't. That's just <laughs> yeah, it would have been a good one to get to, but we're too busy with the LMS, mate. Yeah, well, people wanted me to go on Saturday, but it was my birthday, so I was just hanging out. <laughs> Had prior engagements. <laughs> priorities. Yeah, I was like, oh, I guess that's, that's fair enough. Could go to the Shield or... Um, also staying locally. Could not. 
Well, apparently it was a beautiful day too. Or five days. Gorgeous. Oh, it was a bit cloudy on Saturday. Right. Well, one of the days someone was, I don't know, going on I'm about sure it. it was. This is gorgeous weather the past week. We saw it at the LMS. I heard from one of the... So I was chatting to one of the fellas I work with. What? And he... he no, <laughs> producer Frey laughed. Give me a look. I know. <laughs> Every time producer Frey like puts his hand up or smiles or something, we've done something wrong for sure. No, I keep going. I can't wait to put this on uh, YouTube. Can't <laughs> yeah. wait to get this on film. <laughs> was there a camera in the corner what or something? Was, what was I doing? I don't know. Um, anyway, what one, of, one, one of the guys I work with, fair call too, went mm. to ABO, uh, AB Field to watch the the cricket yeah. and he rated it over going to the Gabba. It's a big call. I really like going to the Gabba. I don't know. It's a very crisp AB though. Have you been out there? Yeah, mate, I've worked out there, filmed a few. Yeah, games. that's what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. I didn't just mean to like quiz you. I meant have <laughs> haven't you played. No, <laughs> put you on the spot. You been there, mate? You talking? Yeah, you're, you're making this up. No, I meant have you didn't worked catch there? Catch my bluff. Um, I have. It's gorgeous. Good filming position. Beautiful. Better than LMS or worse? <laughs> on par. Worse. <laughs> He's just being polite. Yeah, he's right. being polite to AB. Um, also staying locally. The Brizzy Lions That's W what we do. Yeah. start local, stay local. As <laughs> yeah, I always and say, we're staying local. <laughs> the Brizzy Lions WAFL team took out the Prem. Yep, um, finally. Well, not finally, but I think they. I think. Oh, well, it's good that Brisbane's not... getting a bit of success. So, mate. Well, this is the thing. It's not unfair to say finally because they lost two grand finals since the creation of the made made and lost it. You know. Uh, since the creation of the competition. Right. It was a third time lucky then. Third time lucky. But I think in 2019, they came second last in their conference because they lost a bunch of players when the competition expanded. Right. So they've had to sort of rebuild. I think it was seven of the women in the side on the weekend had played in the 2017 grand final. Obviously, it's four years, but, you know, yeah, that's quite a... There's a lot of players on AFL field. I couldn't tell you exactly how many, but I know that's a lot. Well, there's 32 in the team in total. There you go. It's a big, it's a big squad. So that's a lot of turnover in four yeah. years. Heaps. And then on the day, they ha- they were missing someone. I've forgotten her name because uh, she was out with concussion protocols. Yep. And then the captain went down in the third quarter as well. So it was a bit of... It's not, a big loss. Not underdog spirit, but it was a bit of like... A bit of grit. There was that, enough that, factor yeah, to it. There was, right. there, was, there was ticker to it. Right. For the third time lucky, a couple of exclusions from the team. And they got the job done, so it was pretty epic. And that's what I was thinking. The Broncos are on the coattails of a three-peat. The, f- the inaugural three competitions of the NRLW, they've won. Is it just, <laughs> this is an all-time glory era for Brisbane women's sport? I think so. Mm. I reckon Everyone, so. So I just want to PSA, everyone soak it in. Just think <laughs> about this. When the Broncos arrived, they won Prems. Yep. Now look at them. When the Lions arrived, well... They did like a merger with Fitzroy Bears, right? Yeah. And they became the Brisbane Lions. Yep. They won their three in a row and lost the fourth pretty quickly, fairly quickly. Yeah. And then they were in the doldrums for a while. They're back up now. Now they're kicking. Sort yeah. of competing. But I'm just saying, if we were to follow the pattern... <laughs> Very cyclical nature. We've probably got 10 years... In the, within five years, they'll both be bad. <laughs> So I just want to say to everyone, soak it in. <laughs> I thought something positive was going to come. <laughs> it is positive. I'm saying soak it in. Enjoy it now. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But if you look at the patterns of Brisbane clubs starting, really successful. The men's side too? 
Yeah, when the Broncos started, they won two prems. That's true. And now they've hit a... Had a few years off, won another three. Yeah, and now we're in the slump again. And they're slumping. So two years from now? Maybe they'll be back. Get Wayne back, maybe. <laughs> well, I'm just... So you never know. Could be a pattern. No, we'll see. Maybe I'm cynical. Could be a pattern. <laughs> okay. Everyone enjoy it. Enjoy it while it I'm lasts. enjoying it. So bloody bloody I will. Um, all right, moving on from the Brizzy Lions uh, and going overseas. Not local. But start it's local, been local news though. Start local. Stop being local. It's been a gl- it's been global. Didn't <laughs> no, didn't roll off the tongue. No, I didn't. As we never say. No, that one's going in the bin. Anyway, so um, popular news. Um, the European Super League. So I wasn't quite yeah. across this until maybe a couple of days ago when it got brought up in the headlines. Um, well, it happened very quickly. So from what I believe, uh, this European Super League, they were trying to branch off the six biggest English clubs at the moment um, to play in their it's, own separate... It's There was six English clubs, three Italian clubs, and three Spanish clubs. To play in their own league. Ran by... Uh, yeah, sort of, yeah. So, it was essentially their own sort of midweek competition. So, they weren't they weren't proposing to necessarily leave their domestic, like, like the, the, EPL, the Premier League, the yeah. EPL. But I think it was probably a fair assumption that they were going to get enough in, in enough in trouble to get kicked out. Yep. But they were proposing that they just would play this thing midweek, like they play the Champions League at the moment. Yep. So, it was the six... Well, what people... The thing is... The problem, the fundamental problem with this is the arrogance of some of these clubs. For one thing, I fired me up. I'm going to try not to talk <laughs> about it too long. The big six is a pretty, the big six, right? Is quite a new concept. In the 90s or in the 60s, there have been big. There were clubs that were English clubs that were big: Nottingham Forest, Derby, yep, yep. Everton, yep. Palace won a comp, right? They're not in the big six. Leicester's won a Premier League way more. Tottenham's never won one. And Arsenal and Tottenham hasn't won big... one for so what, 16 years. What, how are they classified in the big six then? Is they it... have a big stadium and a rich owner. Ah. So the, the reason this depressed people so much was because, because it's not a salary cap sport. There's been this infusion of new owners who sort of have like petrol money or and, and they're the thing, oligarchs. Yeah, and so these owners necess- don't necessarily have to have or have... A football background. No. So it, they just look at it as an investment. Right. And I think we've all been sort of covering our ears and pretending that they sort of care about the clubs because obviously as a fan, you hope that that would be the case. Yeah. And I've had discussions with, it, like in this era, it's it's been difficult to know, like, what are you supporting? You have to question it. I've had discussions with Don about it and we've sort of come to the conclusion that perhaps you support the social value of that shared experience and that community of everyone supporting this team. Yep. But it's been difficult to sort of, you have to block out like, oh, they don't care. They're just pouring money in for the investment. And then all of a sudden they do this and they essentially chop out all the values of the competition that the whole history is built on. Like the reason... Well, people were writing about this issue. Well, the reason these clubs are big is because like the English system, right? It's all promotion and relegation through the leagues. Yep. So these, they have, they're big clubs because they've historically had success consistently in the competition. So you chop away all that legacy by taking them into a competition where they can't be relegated or they can't be promoted. They're just there because they have money. Yeah. To get more money. So, so they it, can't, and it can't necessarily fail 
No, they and it's a big money. It's that would that was a lot catch. of guaranteed money for the club. So it's basically just a business decision. I think it sort of hammered home to people that these owners just didn't All right, care. Okay. So hence why the news headlines are calling it a very greedy move. Yeah. So it was it was like we've all been pretending that it's not a capitalist environment, professional oh, football. However, however, it is. <laughs> and we all went ah. Oh. Oh, that's fair. Everyone was upset. Yeah. I think that's why. And then took to the streets. Yeah, and so the, the Premier League clubs have pulled out at this stage. I think it, they'll probably try again at some point. I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Interesting. It's big news. It was big news. I was pretty upset. The world sport. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. It pans out. It might eventuate into nothing or it might come yeah, something we'll in the see. next week or so, so we'll see they're, they're very shady about it like they the thing is they never said anything the owners they just and the they would just leave the managers and the players to answer questions about it well like you said they like, they, don't, they don't have any football brain or football background no or so they, just, purely they just did it a money thing they did it real quick and they pulled out real quick when they realized oh there's a bit too much pressure on it yeah i wouldn't be surprised if they go again but a bit more saying. subtly yeah, yeah i wouldn't be too surprised <laughs> okay that's fair enough um. All right. That's. I'm sure there's other big global sporting news that we haven't come across yet, but we're going to move on because we're going to start local and stay local, as we always say. NRL. So we're between round six and seven at the moment. Um, round six, we had a couple good games. Um, yeah. No. Uh, one crazy finish. <laughs> what was that? Blowout. I'm regaining. My- <laughs> I'm regaining my um, high notes since the weekend. Oh, well and truly lost it. And Mate, for like four days, I couldn't even get anything above a low mumble. That's what happens when Sweet Caroline <laughs> comes on in the clubs. Hey? I'll tell you what, it was this summer of 69. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah. That's what got me. Yeah, you hit, really hit that one. You hit that one, mate. Let's we not didn't throw we allegations all? around. <laughs> um, anyway, so we had uh, in round six last weekend a pretty crazy finish in the Rabbitohs Tigers game. Yeah, what, it was I, bizarre. <laughs> well, we we so, missed it because we were summer, singing "Summer of '69," but I have watched the highlights. So I don't know what the score was, but Burgess ended up breaking like he would have ran about half, nearly half the field. I think I think the Tigers' defense pushed up for the to try because they thought the field goal was on. Yeah, and he just ran through the seas, Red Sea parted, and he ran straight through. Right, so it was just looking at the score. He ended up eighteen fourteen. Yeah, so it would have mm. been fourteen twelve. Tigers up, Burgess runs through, puts a puts a lovely little left foot step on. By the way, <laughs> for a big man, yeah, and then gets gets a couple bodies on him and ends ends up crashing over, putting the ball down. But the ball kind of like hit the deck One and of those bounced ones up, that moves, bounces real quick. Yeah. Anyway, they've cel- he's celebrated the South dog pile, cel- dog pile on the ground. A treat for the boys. <laughs> Luke Brooks picks up the ball in in, in goals. Runs 105 meters and then scores and puts the ball down. And then the Tigers start celebrating. You see Madge up in the box, mate, just bloody losing it. <laughs> Wayne Bennett's just, you know, pretty cash as always. Wayne's seen it all. He's seen it all. Well, the thing is, it was pretty clutch from Luke because the ref was about to blow the whistle, obviously thinking, we'll have a look. And then yells, play on. Because he sees Luke scoop it up and go. And yeah. he's like, like well, well, hang on. Play on, we'll have a look afterwards. Yeah. So Luke forced a game winner for one of the teams. <laughs> Essentially, he was like, if they score, it's over, whatever. If he hasn't scored, we're that, winning right now. That's also clutch move by the ref. I don't know who was refereeing, yeah, he but that's a very clutch move. Had from a ref. look and went, oh, I've seen him pick it up. Because imagine if he had blown the whistle and Burgess would have knocked it on. Oh, imagine the with, blow up. With Brooks and halfway Brooks up the like field. 40 metres out or something. 
Yeah. Oof. It was really good refing. That was yeah. Because he was like, uh, he must have known I'm gonna have a look anyway. No one's spoken about that. That was that's, no. Yeah. Let's give the ref the rose. Was it Chechen? I don't think it was the Chook. The Chook. They call him the Chook. I don't know. Let's get around. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that was that was crazy. I'm just trying to see if it was Chechen. Was it Badge? Doesn't say. They need to give the refs I know more credit. I know it wasn't Henry. Anyway, let's just say I was Chechen. <laughs> Maybe it was. I think it was actually. I think it was the Chook. Yeah. Anyway, um. But so before there. that, Reynolds kicked a two-point field goal. Like it was nothing. Oh. From with with ease. The edge. Yeah. But before that, he, on an angle too. On an angle, but he missed a conversion, <laughs> which he never <laughs> Pretty misses much in from front. the left, just left of the sticks, <laughs> yeah. and then got sort of charged down on another field goal, a one pointer. He's been bloody hot and cold, Chaos. Reynolds. Hey, he's been so amongst the game though. Oh yeah, field goals. He's scoring tries. He's red hot at the moment. I know. I know the in conversion stats, yeah. but you would back him to kick that nine times out of ten. Oh, for sure. He missed it. I was like, what? Huge surprise. Yeah. That just adds to the drama of the game. It was a crazy finish. Unbelievable. Um, also, last week, we saw something that we've never seen before in the open era of NRL. Warriors going perfect in terms of their completion. 40 out of 40 completed sets. And I guess that's why they got the win. I think so. I had a myth it was 40 out of 41. I don't know if that's legit. Ooh. It was like three days later, and some there was some sort of amendment potentially. Maybe like a bit of confusion with like a repeat set start or something. Maybe I don't know. Because what happens? Like if you, I guess if you just you don't drop the ball. Can, yeah. Yeah. True. Is that a completion? If you get if a you set, kick on the third, that's a completion, because not an error. That's true. But if you get a reset one on the first tackle, that's an easy completion. <laughs> it's good for the stats. <laughs> We're just going to complete today, boys. <laughs> First kick. First kick. <laughs> you get your club completing. Maybe the Bronx should look for completion. <laughs> it's, it's his third tackle kicking option. Just get a Sarko kicking early. Yeah. First tackle. As chip, soon as he gets it. Go rugby union on chip it. Chip and chase. Chip and chase. Early chip and you chase. You don't have to recover it no. once you've kicked it. <laughs> you don't have to recover it for it to be a completion. I think we've exploited this. Imagine this the stat. stats. The Bronx go 100% completion every week. Yeah, and still lose every week. The wins would start to come. <laughs> Okay. I reckon. <laughs> Whatever you say. Anyway, it was a pretty tight game. It was like it, 20 to 14. It was a tight game. The Dragons have been pretty hot recently, so that's a very good win by the Warriors. The Warriors have had a couple of losses in a row as well. Yeah, it's they true. They needed it. But it's like, it's it's tough to, to beat teams that are completing because it's all, you know, they're just getting field advantage in the field. and That's it. Yeah. Oh, it's massive. I tell you what, thinking of the Warriors, I heard Gus Gould say the other day, apparently... He says a lot of things, so... <laughs> I know he says a lot of things, but he's at, he is at the Warriors at the moment. Apparently, RTS went to the club having watched Reese Walsh train in the week Yeah, and said, I'm happy to go to the wing if you want to chuck him in at fullback. RTS? Yeah. RTS. One of the best fullbacks in the world. What? <laughs> He's, he train him the club, up, mate. He oh. loves the club. Is this yeah. guy an out-and-out fullback? Yeah. He's a, they, it's the bloke they poached in the Bronx. Oh, right. Gotcha. Left from the Bronx. <laughs> Once again, Luke Geary, Luke Walker. <laughs> the list goes on. The list goes on. These bloody Queensland refugees. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he um he wa- he wanted to go to... <laughs> you like that one? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I think he wanted to go to the Warriors early so he could get mentored by RTS. So you can't... Oh, yeah, he was going to go next year, but right. Roger's leaving. So you can't, you can't say no to that. You can't. That's, that's yeah. just fair. 
But anyway, yeah, apparently he's impressed. And RTS has said, I'll give it up. The captain. He's just a club man. I love that. That's a big move, yeah. It's probably not a smart move, but I like his... He's a leader. I like his spirit, yeah, anyway. You know, for the team. Mm, all for the team. Um, this is another, another great one. Newcastle Knights. Cop to win. Producer Frey celebrating. Nova <laughs> Castrian. A tight win in that. But <laughs> this was noted as... Somewhat... <laughs> <laughs> a tight win. A tight win. This was not, noted Ponga, by you Ponga as the, was, the Ponga Poo game. It was certainly clenched up tight. <laughs> <laughs> it was crook, man. He had the flu, had the runs. Is that a graphic word? Oh, I don't think so. Plus graphic than poo. That's fine, mate. We got the. We have to get the. Anyway, he was on he was pretty crook. Yeah, he was ill. Apparently, he was ill at halftime. But boy, did he have a good game. He scored a couple of tries. A couple of tries, two try assists, and that crucial. Oh, the, fris- the Frizzell. The Frizzell. But, but how's the pass from Frizzell? Do you reckon he knew anything about that? Or he's just letting one fly? Oh, he knew. He's like, someone will be there and it'll be the Pong. <laughs> it'll be the poo. <laughs> Surely that nickname's Stop. not sticking. Like, the but, Pong's shooting out red and hot and fast. Well, last week we were just talking about the cheese flu- of the flu game. <laughs> shooting through. You're an he idiot. He shot through the gap, mate. <laughs> Anyway. We can't record at night anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get banned. No, well, last last week we were talking about the cheese the and his game. flu game. Now we've had the Pong and his poo game. So, <laughs> it's what's who's next week? Someone will have yeah, a Take your pick. Who's next week? Um, This week. Who's crook next week? Is it one of the Knights boys? That it, I know that Pong's been hanging out with Frizz a bit. <laughs> Pong and Connor Watson. Hang out with Python a bit. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'm totally changing gears, but I've mean I've been meaning to tell you this for days and days. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I saw John Asiata at the Milton Markets. Right. He's on the bench this week, or extended bench, unfortunately, this week. Yep. I reckon he should be starting. Why? Because he was looking good. He looked real good. I did tell you this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I've been telling everyone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, move along. Okay. Um. Lastly, from last week's games, we also want to highlight... This is probably the biggest highlight. This is a huge highlight. So, Manly versus Titans, and with a, against an informed Titans as well. Yeah, a, we've been all talking them up. Like, they've oh, been getting wins, on the good pack. Yeah, on the hype train too. So, Tommy Turbo back, first time this season. Took them to an unbelievable win. 36-0. 36-0. It's like, see you later. They couldn't win. They just beat the Warriors and it, on, a, yeah. on a shanked field goal. And he comes back and they're thrashing a and team. Now they're a top eight team again. <laughs> but he had his hands on literally everything. Yeah, he was everywhere, like hitting gaps, scoring, scoring tries, putting try assists on. I tell you what, though, he went in for a try and it looked like a bit of an ugly tackle. And he looked, he grimaced a bit. And I was like, oh, oh. no, oh, no, please, no. It's like, a- he's one of those players that every tackle he gets, he hits up. You're worried now. I'm worried that he's going to get, especially being a fullback on the, on the, on the run. Yeah, it has lots, lots I mean, of lots of awkward legs tackles and yeah, that's why I always another one I worried about is Munster because Munster always seems to always poke <laughs> his nose through the line. But he he grimaces on everything though. <laughs> mad dog, it's a growl, mate. It's a mad dog growl. No, did, because, did, didn't he fake a HI, HIA last week to get? No, nah, he was free out. Sub? There's yeah. no way he was close line. He had yeah. a little quick um quick snap. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I always worry because like Pat, <laughs> he was out, mate. And there's a few boys out. And then the week. reason was, oh, my shoulder was hurt. He is out. He is out with a shoulder injury this week. 
But my guy was face Who, down the mad dog? the turf. Pap. Pappy. Pap. Also, Harry Grant. Is he out? No, he was. He had the same. He got hit. Oh yeah, he had another HIA. Yeah, he was face down. He played for seven minutes. Played scored, well. Scored, scored a try. try. The same thing happened to, um, in the Penny Panthers. Uh, Cleary. Cleary kicked the winning field goal and scored a try. Yeah, winning try. So the boys are yeah. So it's been well and truly in the news just because of that. It's not like they've been hit and played and then gone off. They've been hit, played, done something excellent and then gone off, or. You know, have the extra yeah, what's, look at him. Surely that beats any HIA assessment. He's kicking field goals. and If you can kick a two-point field goal from outside 40... That's a tick for me. You must have pretty good balance. <laughs> yeah. And cognitive ability, so... Presumably. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what I was thinking was, because Munster always pokes his nose through the line because he's so strong. So you often, end, you often see him end up getting pulled down by people sort of like collapsing on his legs. Yep. And it did his knee a couple times last year. Turbo's a bit like that. Yeah, I agree. You're sort of like, oh, around the legs. And it looks, it just looks like he's going to hurt himself. Big, strong, sort of long bloke poking his nose through and then just a bit worried about it. But as long as it... Is there a more impactful player in the NRL? Than Tommy Turbo. Just in terms of like swinging the team around? I don't think so. We just saw it beautifully last week, so... Yeah, they, they were like a minus 100 and something point differential the first four rounds. Just beat the Warriors. 36-0. Uh, 36-0. Unbelievable. All right, um... Moving on to round seven. I haven't put my tips in yet, so I'm going to go off the cuff tonight. Um, Good. What have we got in terms of matchups? We've got Panthers-Knights, um, which would be a good one. if Depending on uh, the Knights team and whether they can host a strong team or not. Because they're reeled with injuries at the moment. But Bradman Best, I believe, was back last week. Was that right? I didn't, I didn't actually see you him. You told me he was back, but then... He got named. Their 17 had to come on three minutes in. Because we remember, we missed the first half we were recording. Yeah. And their 17, Brody Jones, was playing center. So I, although he was playing right center, and Brad, Bradman's usually on the left, so I'm not sure what happened there. Yeah, well, he got named, so I don't know. I tried to look it up, but I couldn't see anything. Maybe he's just back this week. Because he's a big in. He's a huge in. He's if the Pong's playing well, Blake Green's holding it down, and Braley's playing really good at nine, they've got enough strike, and they've got a great forward pack still. So I think they could limp to the eight, even missing Piercy yep. and Kurt Mann for a bit. And Tex Hoy for a bit. Yeah, that's true. I think they could. They've still got plenty of strike. Big Frizz? Well, Big Frizz is massive strike. Oh, he's... The bloke runs a hard line. Yeah. And he's and so he's got ball, and, he's, and he's got silky hands too, so... We just saw it. Yeah, buddy oath. Buddy oath. Um, now, interesting one with the Titans and Rabbitohs. So the Titans obviously coming off a, um, a thrashing from Manly. And Wait, the Ra- who are you tipping? The Titans and Rabbitohs. Panthers Knights. Oh, Panthers Knights. I'm tipping Panthers. Me too. Producer Frey put all our tips in. I'm just interested. <laughs> I'm interested I'm, to see I'm how we go. Out there. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go against it. I'm no, really interested to see how we go. Um, yeah, that's good for well, me. I just can't. Castrian. I can't bet against. I, I wouldn't mind a Panthers loss. Just to, you know, just settle down, boys. It's like, it's all good. Just in, we're in round seven. They won't be losing to the Knights. No, so they wouldn't have been happy only just scraping past the Bronx, mate. Oh, definitely not. They would be filthy. Up. Yeah, so they'd be looking to put on some points against the Knights for sure. Yeah, um, I'm going Panthers. So and then interesting one in the Titans, Rabbitohs. The Rabbits losing Latrell out for four weeks for some the cu- cu- couple niggle, couple niggles. A bit harsh, I reckon. Four weeks is rough because he didn't. I don't know if he. It looks real bad in slow motion, but basically he sort of just jumped backwards as Norfoluma kicks it, right? Yeah. 
I don't know. And then the kick, and then the that's a deliberate forearm to the head or not? I don't know. I don't know. And then the sideline, like little kick to the head. Well, Garner's holding onto. He his was leg. holding onto his leg. So he's essentially just trying to shake free. Yeah, and he's lashed out. A bit, and unfortunately, he's on the ground. So if you get, you know, you'd hope he doesn't blow up, but he has been. He he was getting niggled. It's so. a game of footy. You know, crying out loud. If old mate wants to hold onto his leg, <laughs> I would argue that's your <laughs> risk you want to take. My favorite things of the week now is listening to Gus Gould blow up about these oh, scenarios every time. And this week was one of the best. He's literally said, "We may as well not play. <laughs> Stop the game. Stop We're too worried game. about getting hurt." Oh my word. So, that's pretty outrageous. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I think it was a bit harsh. But and the Titans are losing Big Tino two weeks. Are they? Fasua Malawi. Yeah, he got suspended for two weeks. Oh, right. It's a big loss. So two big ones. Great work on the pronunciation, by the way. Thank you. That's a bit, it's about like five, six syllables in there. Who knows how many? We can't count. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot though. <laughs> It's the type of name where you could just extend it if you want. I reckon if you wanted to add in, slip a, slip a couple extra. Yeah, in. two more syllables if you want. Potentially, I won't be doing it. To dis- I won't be disrespecting him like that. <laughs> That's a fair call. Um, anyway, I think I'm going to tip the bunnies as producer Freya has predicted. Um, it's going to be a tight one, I reckon. Go on, Titans for punters out there. There's a bit of value in the. I think Titans. we're in Carrara too. It is, and there's so, there's a fair bit of value in them. I think yeah. they're paying pretty pretty high odds. Not, not that we want to talk odds in there. Can we talk odds? Legally, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you just mean morally? I don't know. Both. Uh, legally. Legally, yes. Morally, we're just going to have to have a discussion about okay. it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I reckon the Titans, well, they'd have to bounce back after a thrashing from Manly last week. Presumably. But. I think it's going to be a good game. I, I'm looking forward to that one. And then the game after is Broncos-Eels, which I'm kind of keen for too. It's another good one, especially if the Broncos can start the way they did last week. So if they can bring that effort. It's just the effort. They've got the players there doing things. They've got the skill. They don't it's have up in Darwin too. And Carmichael. I think he got I think he's well he's out of I got I heard that Milford's staying in Queensland Cup. But Carmichael's because they sa- they signed Danny Levi. I think they've named Danny Levi at fourteen. Right. We'll see. I get the team list Tuesday emails. I don't know if how that I don't think I'm a Broncos member, but they email me at the team list every Tuesday. Yeah, hopefully, poor Milf. Hopefully we see him get back into the bloody. Did you see that story about he was in Q Cup? Oh, nice guy Milford. Yeah, how good was that? Oh, unbelievable. What was it again? He's... There was a a woman was watching and she had broken her leg recently, so she was on crutches. Standing. Standing. They were in the clubhouse after the game. Milf like gave his shoes to some kids, signed yep. them, like doing photos and stuff, being a nice guy, and, like yep. not pouting because he got dropped or anything. No, yeah, just being a good guy. Yeah, and is in the clubhouse yarning people, sees her standing with her crutches, and goes and brings her a chair. Put him back in the team. I'm just saying he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's just a nice bloke. Oh, he is. We did, well, we already knew that anyway. I he think, has so. always seemed like such a yeah. sweetheart. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's hurt now. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good story though. It was. Um, anyway, I'm tipping the Broncos, believe it or not, producer Frey. You might think that's dumb, but I'm riding. I'm, uh, I'm, me too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> the Broncos jumper is out, and I might have to get mine soon. And the boys are on. The boys are on. Um, so, yeah, Broncos. Trade in your Dragons one. I think he just has Dragons stubbies. No, I got a, I got a hoodie. He got a hoodie. Dude. I got like one of those Expeno zip-up ones. From, Flash. Yeah, from, from Rebel. Wow. <laughs> These are from Lowe's, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Buck Lowe's, oh, boys. Um, after Bronx Eels, we have 
Bulldogs Sharks. This one doesn't set your pants on fire. <laughs> no, it definitely I'm tipping, doesn't. I'm tipping the Sharks because yeah. I just I don't know. You why. know, you know what? Bulldogs, in spite still of John Morris's situation from last week, <laughs> you're just giving no, producer I'm Faith Sharks fits right now. I'm sharks, Sharks. You're giving him fits right now. Cowboys, Cowboys Raiders. Raiders. This is another one that doesn't really. I'm tipping the Raiders. Raiders, even though it's up north. Um, the cows have had a couple wins, but like they sort of struggled past the dogs. To tell you what, though, Parramatta didn't really shy away from the cold weather. No, they got Last the Raiders as well, surely. <laughs> but Ricky will rev them up this week. I think he's swung the axe. Corey Horsburgh's in the bench. Oh, he swung the axe hard. Yeah, he literally, in his post-match, literally said, we had a team of boys out there like not willing to rip in and play for each other. Yeah. There'll be just some ha- changes. Just there'll, happy to have a There'll be some changes. Yeah, mate. And Corey <laughs> Horsburgh on the bench. Probably one of my favourite NRL players. He's from Caboolture. Must be tough. Big ginger bloke from Caboolture. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he just rips in. Yeah. He just goes bloody hard. There's no chance he's going to go soft on the cows. <laughs> no. He hasn't played all season. He's coming. He was he was their starting lock, and he broke his foot last year or his ankle or whatever it was, and we haven't seen him since. I reckon he's going to come out firing, firing. the bench. So yeah. I, I think he'll he'll give them a the big boost come uh, to the like thirtieth yeah. minute mark. I back that. So yeah, Raiders for the win. Um, Tigers Sea Eagles. Tommy Turbo and the flying. Well, after Eagles. last week, you're gonna have to just keep riding them, aren't you? Thirty-six nil. Tigers looked better, obviously, but geez, yeah, Manly was so hot. With the informed Tommy Turbo, and like, everyone else. Sometimes you think with these, it. yeah, with these guys coming back after ages on the on the bench with injury, take a few games for them to simmer into it. Yeah. No. No, he was just ready to go, <laughs> yeah. and he literally everyone was playing good all of a sudden. Well, it just takes that one person to get you on the front foot. I guess that's it. Like and the cheese at sudden, Melbourne. All of a sudden, there's time for everyone else. And exactly. So, Sea Eagles. Mm. Me too. Um, great matchup. Our Anzac Day matchup in the Roosters Dragons. Yeah, it should be a good, um, should be a fun. Dragons one. are firing. Roosters, as always, pretty professional and quality squad. So this is going to be. I'm tipping the Roosters because they lost last week. That's the sort of club I don't expect to lose twice, twice in, a in a row. I know the Dragons also lost twice in a row, but yeah. it doesn't surprise me as much when they lose. That's fair enough. I'm, Sorry, I'm, mate. No, that's right. I'm tipping the Dragons. Yep. Because, good, no, good I... Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> um, and the battle being won in the front row, once again, by the Dragons. Well, it's pretty much how they win these matches, but... You reckon they'll get up on Takiyaho, Lindsay Collins, and yep. Big Jared? Sims loves it, Jared mate. off the bench? Yep. <laughs> Joker. Blake, Ro- Blake Laurie and Sims will rev up did this game. Did you see Mez retired? Yeah, he did. Yeah, I did see that. I, th- I don't know why, though. I don't see why. I haven't seen the statement yet. He didn't really. That's he wasn't really news. injured. Maybe he just... He scored a try the other week. Yeah. Interesting. Will be missed. Big Marin. Bloody oath. 2010, 2010 winning squad. Just thinking of um, front rowers. Um, so, yeah. I'm going Dragons. You're going Roosters. Mm-hmm. Last match of next week, round seven. Storm Warriors. Storm for me. This is an easy one, Storm. I think they're missing Pappy, but Nico Hines is pretty good. He's, he's not as exciting as Pappy, but he's just he's pretty safe. He'll do his job. He'll run the plays out the back. I feel confident he can do that. Will there be enough spark, though, to get some points on the field without Pappy? Yep. Cheese and Harry, Harry Grant. Grant. Yep. It's unbelievable. Like, to have one... Because they're both running... And, Jerome, and Hughes, mate. Jerome Hughes hits the line, too. So does Munster. They're all running Jeez, players. yeah. Wow, these players. <laughs> they're all running players. Yeah. It's crazy. So I reckon, yeah, they'll be... That'll be sweet. All right. So to run through them again, Panthers, Knights. Panthers. Panthers. Titans, Rabbitohs. This is where we differ, I think. I'm going Titans at Carrara. Mm, bunnies for me. Eels, Broncos. 
Broncos. For some reason. <laughs> just got <laughs> just, a feeling. Oh, yeah, you got the jumper on. It's all good. <laughs> um, sharks, Bulldogs. We're both going Sharks. Swimming Sharks. Cowboys, Raiders. Rampaging Raiders. <laughs> good alliteration. Thanks. Tigers, Seagulls. Soaring Seagulls. <laughs> <laughs> Roosters. How long? How long can he keep it going? <laughs> Roosters. Dragons. Rampaging Roosters. I was going to say rampaging too. That's great. I'm going dragons. I used of course. it for Raiders. Oh. <laughs> Very original. You're like, oh, where? <laughs> where that come from? Um, and then lastly, Storm Warriors. Um, we're both going Storm. Spicy Storm. Spicy Storm. You hear, I saw Cheese say on the Maddie Johnson show that Pappy used to breed stick insects. Cheese called him a weird bloke. I don't know. <laughs> he would he would lie about those things just to create a it's stupid believable. headline. Yeah, yeah. And then Cooper Johns and Harry Grant FaceTimed a question in for the cheese. Harry wanted to start this week, so we'll see. He said, okay. and can I please start this week? <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see. Probably not. Um, and that pretty much rounds us off. Um, before we wrap up, how'd your netball go, mate? We lost. <laughs> As always. <laughs> We're close though. We're, we're getting all, closer. I reckon. What was the score? Uh, it was was it twenty? It was like twenty four nineteen or something. No, I know we lost the halves thirteen nine and twelve ten twenty five nineteen. That's all right. A bit closer. <laughs> it's getting very slow games. Tightening the gap. <laughs> Did you seen... go shirt tucked or shirt out for the game? <laughs> shirt tucked for the game. Maybe you should change it up next week. No, that was a change-up. Oh, right. Didn't help. <laughs> I got a few interceptions. Got some clean interceptions. Should have seen me leaping about. Boom. Explosive. Even two-on-ones. Just read them. You know the Colin Sexton where he's like trying to cover the corner and the wing? <laughs> and he so does the dance? Niche. I did a bit of that. <laughs> oh, amazing. We won't have to come out next week and do a little little record. So I'm trying to get Matty Frey on the team. His availability is an issue. He actually knows the rules. I think he's a good little player too. He definitely is good. He would be good. And he's quick. Do you know, we have your netball at the moment. Katie D and I, we stole it. Is that... <laughs> it's like, is that well, where it's gone? I haven't used it in years. <laughs> no. <laughs> what, when did you steal that? He was just looking for it yesterday. <laughs> it's I like, was. trying to get some practice in. No. You know, um, actually, before we move on from this, I read in our highlights jot notes, the sapphires. And I was like, what's that? So I was Googling and Googling. <laughs> and I found the manly warrigo. Sapphire's netball team. I was like, oh, what's their struggles? And I'm reading, so this is the New South Wales Premier League netball. And I was like, hectic. Turns out this week they get to play on show court. So good luck. Good Sapphire's luck, Manly Warrigo. Warrigo Manly. <laughs> manly. And, good luck, and good luck, Sapphire's at Albion. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Um, Do you want to f- know where our name's from? Manly. No. It's the name of. Their netball team and Kath and Kim. Ah, good stuff. That's I came up with it too. <laughs> good on you. Heartbeat of the team. <laughs> nah, Chelsea's the heartbeat of the team. Oh god, good stuff. Well, um, producer Fred, before we wrap it up, is there anything else we need to mention coming up in the next potential for the year? Maybe <laughs> I'm not going to say in the next week. It's a bit well, bit of a quick turn. We were meant to have YouTube up YouTube up by now. Yeah, no, just quietly. Yeah, but this this, order of business. this one's more for for the fans to to help help with as well. What do we got? Yeah, we're, we're actually reaching out with a feeler. So we're trying to we're trying to expand our horizons here at the podcast. Are we? We've gone. We've done a live show now. That's true. We're doing a pretty big event in May. Going to the moon next month. Apparently, we're getting meat delivered to the moon. 
<laughs> Should have seen the confident nod. Jumping on, <laughs> jumping on YouTube. We thought I've been talking to Elon, mate. It's all good. Oh. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry, mate. Sorry. Yeah. We thought that there'd be a nice, uh, what would you even call it? A goal for us. We want to break a world record. That's it. <laughs> Guinness World Record. Sign us up. Sign us <laughs> up. Whatever you have, sport, non-sport, we want to do it. <laughs> Could involve beers, talking, playing sport. <laughs> Those are just specialties. <laughs> yeah. Are they in order? <laughs> yes. Sadly. <laughs> so at the moment, sport. anyway. So we want, to, we want to be reaching out to April. you guys. Message us on Instagram. YouTube, once we finally get that up, you can message us there. Comments anywhere. Flick us a DM, whatever it is. Yep. DM is preferred Let us method. know what you want us to break. The most niche of Guinness World Records. Find it. Send it to us. We'll have a think about it. Dude Perfect broke a bunch of world records one time. We'll break them. <laughs> They're all like longest basketball shot and stuff. It's not that fun. Could we do the longest yarn? Oh. I better be long. Like, like, I like remember, a sewing thing? Do you remember... Um, oh, what was that? I'm blanking on the name. They're a duo and they did a song and it was using a sample from Kids by MGMT. <laughs> you've, you've lost us. You've gone over my head here. They're like rapped. It was like 2010. That's so iconic. I'm just blanking on their name. Oh. I know. <laughs> rascal or something. Something Rascal? No. That sounds on the right track. Anyway, the one that actually raps, not the like producer one in that yep. duo... I think he. I think I read back in the day he broke a world record for like longest freestyle and it was like twenty four hours plus. Well, it was what? a long time. Do you reckon you could yarn for over a day straight with enough Makona? Yeah, probably. I don't know. It, the quality would drop. Let's do it. Let's We'd, try and find out what the record. We've probably is. got like ten good minutes in us. <laughs> Honestly, you guys could do twenty four hours of just cricket. Could we? <laughs> yeah. We Goats. snuck about a minute out before. Bloody hell. We'd have to probably, we'd definitely venture away from sport. Do you reckon if we had a live event, but we sort of recorded as we went to the to and from the live event, that would help us. That would give us a boost. <laughs> For example, if we were yarning as we drove to LMS, commentate LMS. To a charity event. To another, yep. So To another LMS. Drive again. Tennis again. Fixtures. Commentate that for some reason. You're onto something here. Go it's, commentate. It's like Hamish and Andy's um, party marathon. That's it. <laughs> the longest current podcast. <laughs> podcast marathon. Is 36 hours. Day and a half. <laughs> Easy. It's a long time without sleep, but, mate. Can you take shifts? I've broken since 2016. Does someone has to One be... One person has can, to be going the whole time. But like, if there's three of us, can we take shifts? I think it would have to be all three. I think we can make our own rules there. I reckon we can have two, one person rotate Just off. Just don't tug Guinness. They'd have to evaluate it. I guess... Mm. No, some they'd have to come. Do they have to come? We'd have to film it, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll 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 talk about it. Um, we'll come that's up a with tough, a couple. It's I a tough one. I wouldn't mind something a bit easier. That's true. So if paper. if you are listening, okay, and you've come this far of the podcast, send us in any niche Guinness World records that you'd like us to try and conquer. Achievable, hopefully. Nothing out of the realms of what yeah. myself and years Gus in can do. Space. Um, <laughs> and 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 we'll see if we can take it on. We forgot to highlight of the week. I know we briefly talked about it last week. Big Big Chad's try. <laughs> this is the highlight of the week. Big Chad, if you're listening, please send us the video. We're going to put it on Instagram. So, listener of the show, Alex Bambi Bell, Big Chad, Bellyache, Big Chad, um, plays for Easts yep. Rugby, the Tigers. The, is it the Tigers? I think so. That's close what enough. I'm rolling with. Close um, enough. 
It's unbelievable. I'm guessing about 60 meter breakaway try. Apparently, it was his first game. <laughs> I believe it. He's a, Such a he's a weapon. He's a talent. On the cricket, bit of cricket, bit of rugby, soccer, even soccer. North Brisbane still hasn't forgotten him, and he played like three games there. What a man! Starting at number eight, picked the ball up out of a scrum, I think. <laughs> yeah, we swerved we, around a couple, broke a few tackles. We might have to do a segment on him next week. And just went cheese mode. Full podcast on. The big Ched. Big Ched, please send it in. Send send us in. We're going to post it on our Instagram page and everyone can get amongst it because so, it's an unbelievable play. It's all time. It might get him a contract. I reckon it would. We've probably got some viewers. Yeah. You know, I saw the cheese on Facebook. I'm pretty sure it was his personal account. It was suggested <laughs> to me as a friend. Same with Munsters. And I had a mutual with the cheese. Surely not. I got an in. Yeah. Can't remember who it was. Oh, anyway. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> before we keep... Talking rubbish. Um, thanks again for listening. If you've come this far, stay tuned for next week. Um, I believe next week we're going to give you our part three of greatest of all time. So yeah, another exciting one in teams. So goat teams. I long, believe. Long time coming. Long time coming. Once again, thanks to our podcast sponsor, Kiala Organics, Kiala Organic Beef. That is. And thank you, producer Frey. Yeah, and another. Quick shout out to our Aussie girls doing unbelievable overseas. So once again, thanks for listening. Gus, thanks for joining me and having a yarn. Thanks for having me. And producer Frey, thank you for helping us put this podcast together. And boys. Go the Broncos. (laughs) Go the Bronx. And we'll see you next week. Can't wait.